It's time for Real Estate Roundup. This is the time every single week we get together with noted real estate agent Terry Story. Terry is a 29-year veteran with Caldwell Banker located in Boca Raton, Florida. Welcome back to the show, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve. We've had some major hurricanes here. Does that mean that we're going to have some major foreclosures as well? You know, that's what they're saying. They already know that people are behind on their payments and they've given them grace periods and they anticipate that the grace periods are going to end here in the next, there was a 90-day reprieve. So in around February timeline, they're projecting that we're going to start to see a wave of foreclosures. Uh Yeah. Especially in places like Puerto Rico, I'm sure. Absolutely. Puerto Rico, Houston, Houston. and parts of South Florida got hit really hard. So any of these areas that got hit hard. And you know what happens, Steve, when you get hit with a hurricane, you need to rebuild your house. Mm -hmm. So you wait for the insurance company. The insurance company gives the check to the lender. Now, here you are trying to find a contractor to fix your house, mm-hmm. and oh, the yeah. contractor can't get to your house because he's got, you know, 100 other houses to repair before he gets to you. So, you know, there's talk about maybe granting an extension. There's proposals to give a two-year reprieve on this sort of thing, because especially in the really hard-hit areas, it's going to take years yeah. to redo the houses. But a lot of people don't have the financial wherewithal. So let's say you bring someone in to do the construction. And they won't take an assignment from the insurance company. That means you've got to pay them out of pocket a couple thousand dollars, whatever the amount is, and then wait to be reimbursed by the insurance company. A lot of people don't have that financial flexibility to do that. Right. I would hate to see them have to live in a house that's got mold or something like that and lose their home because of this unfortunate circumstances. I hope that they can do something. Yeah, I agree. Here's a headline that got my attention Homes more affordable now than 20 years ago. Wow. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Homes more affordable than 20 years ago. This is how they figured this out, Steve. Mm -hmm. So as of September, 21.4% of the median income nationwide was required to purchase a median priced home. So if you look back from 1995 to 1999, that percentage was 24.2% of a median income nationwide. Mm -hmm. And then you look 2000 to 2003, it was 26.2. So basically, it takes uh, less percentage of the median income today to buy a home than it did in the last several years. Yeah. In a way, it could say either incomes have been rising faster than home prices or home prices, they may be rising, but maybe the fact that interest rates have come down so dramatically since those times the cost of ownership is less. Either way, that's pretty good news. So it only takes 21% of your income to afford, you know, carrying a home. And that's down from 26% way back in 2000, 2003. Wow, that's terrific news. So yeah, anyone who is concerned, wow, you know, the prices are getting so high. I don't know if I should buy. Should I wait? Well, this shows you that, you know, you probably shouldn't wait because it is still cheaper than it was you know, looking back all the way to 1995, I don't know how far back you want to go. No, you shouldn't wait. It shouldn't, shouldn't wait. wait. You got to yeah. buy now, Steve. Yeah, got to sell it, now, it, Steve. Got to buy now. Sell now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about modern technology in your home. So there are all these smart devices or ways of making your home smart. And when we were talking about this off air, you were telling me that you're starting to put some of this stuff in. I know we've put some of this stuff in the office here. What are you doing and how's it working out? 
You know, it's actually kind of neat. I personally got one of those, you ring the doorbell and you can see there's a camera. Uh-huh. And Steve, it's absolutely amazing. I'm in the office. I can't tell you how many people just come up to my door and ring it. Why? Several people a week. It's like, what are they doing? Who are these people? Bill collectors, you think? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it's, it's an interesting phenomenon. If you, if you don't work out of your house and you're not there all the time, you'll be amazed how many people just ring your doorbell. And then wow. you look at the video and you're like, who is that person? Yeah. And you have no idea. It's not like they have a package in their hand. I don't know. Yeah. What about these devices like Alexa, where you go, Alexa, lock the door. Alexa, turn on the lights. Yeah. That's kind of creepy to me, <laughs> but a lot of people have them. Yeah. I like the concept, but I always wonder, okay, is Alexa in that little box? <laughs> Who's watching? <laughs> Who's actually the, watching and listening to you? Who's listening yeah, and, and when watching? They, and when they hack into your home, you know, they're going to, whatever, they'll take everything through right. Alexa. What I really like are the locks where you just put, you know, a digital number and it locks and you can do yeah. it remotely, unlock yeah. and lock your door. My car has that. I can go and I can turn the car on so the air conditioning cools it off before I get in. Yeah. It's not working at the moment. <laughs> well, see that here's the other thing about these smart homes. It's, it creates a whole new industry. They have to come out and fix all these. Oh, I know. These high tech gadgets. Right. So we're all afraid of robots taking over and all this happening, but it's creating more jobs, right? Because someone's got to install this stuff. Right. Somebody's got to fix and it. And then there's got to be someone at your beck and call that will come and fix it when you want to, you know? That's right. And charge you time and a half on weekends. <laughs> manufacture it. <laughs> but I have a really good idea. I think that if you want to turn the lights off on your house, you get up from the couch <laughs> and you go turn the light off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what I'm practicing. Maybe I'm old fashioned. I'm not Remember really sure. when we had black and white TVs and no remotes? I do. You had to actually stand. Three channels. <laughs> <laughs> you have to actually get up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not that old. Forget it. <laughs> All right. I'm talking with Terry Story. As always, she joins me every single week. She's a 29-year veteran with Caldwell Banker located in Boca Raton, Florida, and she can be found at terrystory.com. And don't forget, you can hear this interview again, get the transcripts, also sign up for our weekly update, which is, I think, pretty terrific. Erica and I put it together every single week for your viewing and reading pleasure, and you can find that at stevepomerantz.com. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve.